The Future Sport Podcast is brought to you by 3Advance, developers of sports tech apps that are AI-powered and UX-focused. So if you're looking to create some apps for your startup or your sports biz calls for some artificial or business intelligence, you should check out 3Advance. They're incredible. Go to 3Advance.com. That's the number 3Advance.com. Empire. The card trade has changed in every way. These really powerful moments that really almost transcend kind of what, what goes on um, in baseball. And for top, the traditional way that we print through our printing presses, shipping things out to stores, you wouldn't see a card like that for a few months. That's Jeff Heckman, Global Director of Commerce at Tops, where their offerings no longer are set by season. This is the Future Sport Podcast. I'm Bram Weinstein. I collected baseball cards, a lot of them, when I was younger. Went to stores, bargained with the owner, conventions where there was this joy in getting that find. I tried to keep them in mid condition, play by the marketplace rules. And the cards, well, they've aged now, but in a way that automatically makes them classic, timeless. But times have changed, and the modern collector, they want turnaround to memorialize a moment and have truly unique collectibles turned around at Twitter-like speed. So it's made Jeff Heckman's job far more complicated than what it may have been in the good old days. Here's a first that I get to say this. These are not your father's, or in my case, my trading cards. As we welcome in our guest this week, the Global Director of E-Commerce at Tops, Jeff Heckman. Hey, Jeff, how are you? Doing great. Thanks for having me. I feel like this conversation is going to really age me because I collected Tops baseball cards as a kid. And when I look at the offerings you have now, they don't look a lot like those any longer. So I don't know if I'm starting to feel old having this conversation with you. No, I mean, I think that's a fair point. I think what Tops, I've been at Tops for eight years. So what Tops has done just in the time that I've been here and really probably since, I don't know, the mid 2000s has been pretty extraordinary as far as the way the cards look, the type of cards that are offered. I, I stopped collecting in, I would say, the early to mid 90s. Um, I collected a lot in the 80s and 90s, like a lot of people. And then, um, you know, for whatever reason, got out of it as I got into high school. But, yeah, nowadays there's cards that are printed on different material. We've got cards with, um, like, memorabilia embedded into them. So, like, a piece of a player's jersey, a bat from a game, a ball. Um, We have players that are autographing the cards. We have players, uh, cards that are way thicker, um, very much more premium in the way they look. So, yeah, I mean, you you shouldn't feel bad about that whatsoever. It's uh, the industry's really evolved quite a bit. Um, can you kind of describe what does the modern collector want? What do they tell you they want? God, that's uh, that's like a loaded question almost because there's a lot of different things that they want, right? So it depends on what kind of collector. I mean, I think one of the most popular things in the industry today is autograph cards. So we have players that sign um, their autographs. These cards are randomly inserted in packs. So it's kind of a chase to be able to get these cards. So, I mean, autograph cards are certainly something that are very sought after. 
those memorabilia or as we call them relic cards that have authentic um, you know game used items in them those are also in high demand um, and then you have a lot of like set collectors so it depends on the product if it's like top series one or series two or tops heritage they might just try and collect the entire base set or if there's a popular insert and there's 10 different players that are part of an insert and they want to collect and, and get those cards. So I think there's a lot of different things that people are after. And also, if you look at what Tops offers from kind of an overall portfolio standpoint, we have products that you can still buy that are relatively affordable, you know, a dollar. It's not like a quarter when I was a kid, but it's a dollar nowadays with inflation. Um, and then we have things that cost up to $25,000. Huh. So that's um, quite a bit more than a dollar. Um, so, you know, I think there's just a ton of factors that go into what people like and what they want to collect. I think rookies are still a big part of what drives the industry. So hot new rookies in any sport are always going to be in high demand and highly coveted as, as something that people want to get. And if the rookies end up having great careers, um, go on to be a Hall of Famer, um, you know, those cards, I think, have shown a good track record that they're only going to appreciate over time. Um, and then there's people that are fans of certain teams, like, you know, if something big happens in the sport, like when the Cubs won the World Series in 2016, that was a major event. So, you know, you collect all the players on the cards from uh, tops during that year. You know, that's pretty powerful. So you, you, when I was collecting, this is going back a long time, um, you know, the uniformity mattered. You know, I collected sets. I wanted this specific rookie card. I liked certain teams. Um, does uniformity matter? Because it sounds like the range now varies between the rarity of the products that you are putting out there. Yeah, I, I would say rarity is probably the most important thing is, you know, card collecting has always been about scarcity. So rarity and scarcity go hand in hand. You know, uniformity is important to some. It really is. I mean, there's still, you know, when Topps puts out Series 1, it's still, you know, a certain number of base cards. And then Series 2 gets it up to 700 cards. So that's been pretty consistent, I think, for like the last 20, 25 years. You know, throughout the course of Tops history, it's been anywhere from like a thousand to, you know, 700 and some factor of that. So for a player and for a collector to be in that base card set is a big deal because there's, I don't know what the total number of Major League Baseball players are out there. I think it's like different players and teams, like maybe it's a little over a thousand or so that get to be uh, on a Major League roster in any given year. So to get a baseball card every year is, uh, is, is a cool thing. And um, it's something that collectors still want to always mark time with that they can go back and look at the 2018 set, the 2015 set, the 1997 set and kind of see what players were in it, who was on what team, who was big at the time. Um, baseball cards mark the passage of time in a very unique and cool way. What's also different here in this modern era is I saw that you are marking moments and turning them around very quickly. So Aaron Judge sets a record as a rookie by hitting 50 home runs in a season or some pitcher has a specific moment. Um, you guys are now turning that around. Is that right? That is correct. Yeah. So that's called Tops Now. So our Tops Now program started in 2016. And the whole genesis behind this program was, is things happen on the field that are extremely exciting. Aaron Judge breaking a record, Ichiro getting 3,000 hits, Bartolo Colon hitting a once in a lifetime home run. These really powerful moments that really almost transcend kind of what, what goes on um, in baseball. And for Tops, the traditional way that we print through our printing presses, shipping things out to stores, 
you wouldn't see a card like that for a few months. Um, so given the way that things work in today's media and sort of satisfaction cycle with social media, the instant gratification is huge. So we wanted to be able to get cards in people's hands as quickly as possible. So we used print-on-demand printing. So as you mentioned, we, we put a card up, the image comes up the next day that shows Aaron Judge hitting that uh, you know record home run. That card goes on sale on top.com for 24 hours. People can order as many as we want, and we'll print the number that are ordered. So it might be 150. It might be 10,525. Huh. After that 24-hour period, um, the clock stops. We print the number of cards. It ships to customers in three to five business days. And then our website, we list in our archives the number of cards that were printed. So people can go back and look and say, okay, the Aaron Judge Record card had, and I believe at the time it was something like 18,000. And then the next day, it's um, – you know, it's Bryce Harper getting a walk-off home run. And that one had, you know, 482. And then so on and so forth, day after day after day, we chronicle that throughout the entire baseball season. So that has been a way to instantly get cards in the hands of people. And also for Tops, allowed us really to be part of the discussion of what goes on on the field. Because not only are people talking about it and getting really excited about it, now we're giving them a chance to own a part of something very special. Let's talk about the futures stuff too. Um, in packs of cards now, as I understand it, um, is essentially a futures bet that's just been given to you, right? And if a team or a player performs at a certain level throughout the actual season, you will win something off of that. Is that right? Yeah, so that's something we did last year when the, when the season was going on. And we, you know, depending on what happens in the next few weeks with baseball getting back up and running, hopefully it does. Um, you know, we'll probably, you know, look to do something similar this year. But yeah, it was part of our top now program, the future. So what it was is at the beginning of last year, we offered two types of scenarios for fans to buy into. So you could buy a futures pack for who wins the World Series. And in there, there were three cards. So you might get, um, uh, Baltimore cards, San Diego Padres, and, and Seattle Mariners. And if one of those teams win the World Series, you get a special prize associated with it. Now, like a futures bet, if your team like the Padres doesn't, well, then you get the physical card and, you know, the card doesn't redeem anything or become a prize. We also did stuff for the MLB awards. So we did MVP, Cy Young, and Rookie of the Year. So you can get a pack, and if it had Pete Alonso in it, you were really happy because you can redeem that for a special we call Topps Chrome card or a rare autograph card of Pete Alonzo. So it's a really um, cool way for us to keep fans engaged throughout the course of the year. So you buy this at the beginning of the year. You hope the player or team you have does well. If you want to, you know, trade it online or sell it, that's up to you. You certainly have that right because you have ownership of that card. But, uh, yeah, it was kind of a cool way for us to, you know, take the futures market and what that really entails from a financial standpoint and all the market dynamics at work and apply that to uh, trading cards. You know, it, it's interesting. Like, do you guys describe yourselves as a tech company now at all? Because it does sound, you know, like, like I, I would I never have envisioned that, you know, when, when I was collecting Topps cards as a kid, but it does sound like there are aspects of this that you guys have become a tech company. I think to a certain extent, we certainly have. I think we've always tried to be very innovative at Topps with what we, um, and with the explosion of digital apps, social media we tried to remain cutting edge and whether it's a tech company or whether it's a digital company 
you know, that might be a better description of it. We've tried to. So we have an, we have an apps group that sells digital copies of trading cards online. So you can go to the, um, to the app store, download Top Bunt, which is our baseball version. And everything you get in physical cards is replicated in a digital environment. So it's like you get it, you go into Bunt, you open a, a digital pack, you get to own these cards, you can trade them with people on the app. Um, you can kind of see how these kind of, uh, you know, appreciate in your collection. So it's, it's a really cool kind of thing. E-commerce we talked about with futures and tops now and a new thing we're doing project 2020. So yeah, I think tops is really as best as we can try to remain innovative and cutting edge because the physical trading cards always going to be there. It's such a big part of sports of Americana. I don't think that's ever going to go away, Yeah. but how do you continue to stay relevant in a day and age when people have phones, video games, that's always been a challenge that Tops has tried to um, make sure that we meet. Uh, I'll let you go with this. Um, obviously, you're you're in the business now of turning things around as they happen with relevancy. Um, and obviously, like if it is a it is a walk through time. If you go back and look at the sets of the, all the years, and you see what the players were wearing and what the fashion was, and kind of what the atmosphere was. You got a really unique thing here. I'm assuming baseball is going to be played. Um, how are you guys viewing how you want to show what 2020 in sports looks like? Yeah, I mean, what we, you know, when the whole pandemic unfortunately hit, um, you know, we had to pivot without baseball. A lot of the things that we were planning on doing. So, for example, with Pops Now, with no season being played and without these moments being created, we decided to you know, take an historical look at it and we call it turn back the clock. So every day we pick a different moment in baseball history and we put these moments out there. Um, we started this thing this year called project 2020. Now we were doing this before the pandemic even hit and, um, what it is. And in a nutshell, is it's taken the 20 most iconic cards the tops has had throughout history. We picked 20, um, very well-known, unique artists in all different mediums and spaces. We have graffiti artists, tattoo artists, painters, uh, artists that specialize in cubic type of art and allow them to do their own reinterpretation of these cards. So we launch two cards per day. So at the end of 2020, you're going to have a really cool collage of all these different cards that mark what 2020 was for the world. Huh. So Project 2020, they're going to see 400 amazing cards from artists are some of the best cards that Tops has ever done. They're going to see turn back the clock, historical moments. If and when baseball gets back, they'll get to see kind of the cool uniqueness of what baseball does on the field. Um, and, and then I just think in general what, what Tops has done is I think a lot of people are going to look at 2020 probably like people looked at World Wars or, you know, these huge events that happened in world and American history. Uh, this pandemic is... is unfortunately been awful and tragic, but no different. And the nice thing that we've seen with trading cards is they've really been a nice um, comfort for people during this time as people have had to be in lockdowns and, and isolate. Um, they've been able to go back and rediscover their own collection, go in their basements, open their own cards, remember what it was like when, you know, they were a kid, pass it on to their own kids. If they have families, um, buy new cards with e-commerce get them delivered to their door like 2020. So, you know, from that standpoint, um, 
you know, it's, it's going to be really cool. Jeff Heckman is the global director of e-commerce at Tops. Thank you for letting me relive my childhood a little bit here today, Jeff. Thanks so much for being with us. Hey, our pleasure. Anytime you want to do it again, we're happy to do it. I mean, that's, that's kind of the cool thing about Tops. It's really childlike excitement um, with opening cards, with looking at baseball cards, with, with, with seeing what they mean to you. So happy to do it. Thanks so much for having me on. On the next Future Sport Podcast, the stats on the back of those cards, and in all media for that matter, that's new too. What the iPhone did to the marketplace or what Airbnb did to the hospitality marketplace. When you can create a new client experience that's really different and really hits home with that particular segment, I think that you actually create significant disruption. And I don't think it's a matter of if, but when. That's Nancy Hensley, Chief Product Marketing Officer for Stats Perform. She's taken a wealth of brand knowledge from corporations like McDonald's and translated it into the modern sports data experience. That will do it for this show. As always, the future is now. This is the Future Sport Podcast. I'm Bram Weinstein. The Future Sport Podcast is brought to you by Three Advance, developers of sports tech apps that are AI powered and UX focused. So if you're looking to create some apps for your startup or your sports biz calls for some artificial or business intelligence, you should check out Three Advance. They're incredible. Go to threeadvance.com. That's the number three advance.com.